to use the example of like an artist painting on a blank canvas. You never know what it is that you're going to paint. And now we've reached, we've, we've done all the brushstrokes. We've done all the shading and coloring and all the possible things that we could do for this particular painting. But now we have a bigger canvas and we have more of an exact vision of the type of painting we now want to do. Even better, we have all these other artists that are contributing to the process. Welcome to the Hollywood Hustle Podcast, a weekly show where an aspiring actor and screenwriter set out to educate and inspire artists and entrepreneurs all over the world with the stories and challenges of those hustling towards success. Hello and welcome to the season finale of the Hollywood Hustle Podcast. In today's episode, Michael and I and maybe a few friends will take a look back on season three, discuss our wins, our struggles, and our favorite moments from this amazing season. We will also be looking at our 2019 resolutions and see how we have fared and what we can cross off before the end of the year. Finally, we are excited to introduce two new members of Team Hustle to discuss our upcoming Christmas plans and next year. But first, he's standing under the mistletoe as we speak, and it's a little awkward. Let me say hi to the red nose to my Rudolph, Michael Lutheran. <laughs> hey, everyone. And yes, it would be very awkward. I'm just standing here under the mistletoe looking at people and, uh, yes, <laughs> it's, it's just very awkward. What? I'm just I'm just sitting here looking at people. My wife is not in the apartment, but I have two strangers in the said apartment, and uh, they shall go nameless and voiceless for the time being. <laughs> they mean nothing at this very moment. At this moment, until we introduce them, they shall remain well, nameless. Well, Michael, we're here to discuss season three. We are done with season three. After this episode. You know, it still has to After be. After this episode. <laughs> still has to be edited, I mean, technically, uploaded. But technically, okay, let me rephrase. I'm done with season three. <laughs> well, you, technically, you've been done for like a, a month or so-ish. Hey, I've been, I've still been posting. Yes, you have. I've still been trying to get guests and help with that. There's other things I've been doing. No, this is Making true. outlines. Yes, yeah, I've, yeah, that's right. I've moved on to season four already. <laughs> How's it going over there? Uh, it's going good. I'm actually in a conference room at my work. Uh, hopefully this will come out okay sound-wise, but uh, I'm on a very comfy couch. Ooh, very nice. Very nice. We are on couches as well. I say, of course, the we as in the royal we, referring to myself mm. as like a king. Like we, I, we, yes. Michael, Michael, stop. Just stop. Just, just, just stop. I, I'm shutting it down. <laughs> Season three, it's uh, officially about to be wrapped. Uh, what a year. Yeah. It has felt like it's been two seasons worth of... It, it feels like it's been a long time. <laughs> like, this has been going on for a while. Yeah. I mean, like we said at the beginning of the year, uh, this was going to be a year of growth. A lot of things would be happening. And I don't know if we had quite expected all the change that's about to happen. Well, you know, I think what's interesting is, you know, I think there was going to be change no matter what coming in, in next year. I think it was uh, just kind of meant to be there. Um, I think it's just now that the focus of that change has shifted. And so instead of 
what we what I think I had in mind and what we had talked about previously, it's just kind of just changed. Yes, the hu- I I feel like that's part of the hustle is you can never anticipate what things will happen, and so you just end up having to go with the flow a little bit, and hopefully you have a group of people around you to help you out. Well, like we always say, it's never about it's not a straight line. It's always turning, curving, and exiting, and on ramping. And so this is just now we're kind of we're we're headed to a new interstate for the show and exiting towards a different path uh, that hopefully just as strong. We clear the traffic jam that was 2019, and right now 20 the the 2020 is looking pretty open right now. Pretty pretty good. Wait, the 2020 at this hour? Sorry, I had to do it. Ooh. All right, man. So, so let's kind of get into it. So, you know, this year we've had some amazing guests. Uh, we've had some really great conversations about uh, and heard some great stories of other people's journeys. We've gotten some great advice from a lot of uh, professionals who have uh, companies or businesses or focuses um, that I think have been very beneficial to us to hear and for our listeners. Uh, what are what are, for you, Michael? What are some of the wins for this show? that you feel we've oh kind of gosh. accomplished this year. Fact that we made it to the end of season three is always a success. You know, the fact that we made it through a wedding, uh, the birth of another child, uh, bachelor weekends and unemployment, reemployment and stuff like no matter what was going on in our personal lives, the fact that we are here today, I think that is a huge success. And, Absolutely. You know, and, and without really missing a lot of weeks, in between, we still had kind of continual episodes coming out, um, which I think is just a testament to to both mine and yours um, passion and dedication to make sure that this uh, continues to come out and we keep doing this. Absolutely. And the fact that we were able to get s- certain guests like uh, Michael Kostroff, who I'd listened to way back when on the Inside Acting podcast, but, you know, he's an actor that's been on The Wire and... I was actually watching Liar Liar a few weeks ago, and he is in a scene with Jim Carrey. Like, he's at this table of lawyers, and I'm like, oh, even then he was playing the lawyer. Well done, Michael. Uh, right. But <laughs> he's played a lot of lawyers. <laughs> he's, he's played a lot of lawyers, but I thought that interview was, at the time when we recorded it, like, when he said, no matter what happens, whether you're booking a project or not, you are an actor. The opportunity of whether or not you're currently working in that field doesn't take away from the fact that that is your hustle and that you should be proud of that. And that, for me, I really needed to hear that at that time. But then we've also gone on and like we've interviewed people who own like beauty product lines. And uh, we had another young person who is a YouTuber on the show. So I feel like we've had we've grown this podcast to feature many different kind of hustles. Um, but of course, I would be remiss to also say that you know, the the people that we've had the opportunity to work with through the course of the year has also been incredible from getting the opportunity to work with Lennox Knight for, you know, a few months when she was on board with our team. Like she really helped us and pushed us and helped us out with marketing in a very huge way and super thankful for all that she did while she was part of the team. And I'll continue to tease it a little bit more, but the what's to come is for me, one of the most exciting parts of this whole year. 
Right. Now, I think, you know, I think one of the biggest wins for us as a show is that we've not that not to diminish our guests from previous seasons, but we've continued to grow the strength of our guests as we've continued and going deeper into the industry and more into the industry as we've continued to grow with Brand, uh, Brandon Ugama, um, Allison Tolman, uh, some really great artists there, Mark Pearson going into, like I said, professionals who can offer advice like uh, the entertainment lawyer, Mark Pearson, um, Hollywood resumes, things like that where we've continually again, not to diminish our previous guests, but continually growing and topping ourselves and just adding to the long list of great advice, uh, great stories, great people that we've been able to have here without really missing a step, um, without having really any uh, weeks where we're like, well, we don't have anybody. Um, we've continuously been able to bring those people in and have, I, I think, really fantastic conversations. Absolutely. And we're in the point right now where we have quite a list of people who've been contacting us already to be on next season. So, and even and, a, and a couple that we'll came in this morning. soon understands that more as well. And, and just as you said, <laughs> it's not to diminish the, the previous two seasons worth of guests that we've had, but I think it's also just us as hosts, as creative entrepreneurs, we're realizing more and more that the hustle of living in Hollywood is so diverse and so interesting. And there's so many avenues to consider. And just for me as an actor, listening to interviews of just actors, certainly beneficial, but I think I actually learn more from our guests like a Mark Pearson or Melinda Hale or Christine Aller, who are offering me fresh perspectives that I would never have thought about. And I can apply their techniques to my acting career. Well, you know, we've kind of talked about where you have, you know, there's different sides to any career. You have the the talent creative portion, but then there's got to be a strategic portion. There's got to be a professional portion. There's got to be a, a, a business side to it as well. And I think that's what makes you a well-rounded actor or well-rounded editor or well-rounded person in any industry. And so... You know, one one of the things I've talked about a lot here was how when I moved here, one of the things that really frustrated me was that there was no books or inside information about like being a writer in L.A., like the business of being a writer here. And I think delving into that stuff just makes you uh, more prepared and uh, and better at your your craft in general, um, whether it's acting and being able to not only talk to um uh, uh, someone who can talk about methods and and how they prepare for a role, but someone can also tell you this is how you protect yourself legally when you able when you book a role and things like that. It just makes you better. Yeah, and I think it's also just important for people, especially who are considering moving to Los Angeles, to hear interviews like Hollywood resumes or Allison Tolman or. Christine Aller, like our, some of our more recent guests, because it gives you how to prepare for the mindset to live in Los Angeles, things about how you organize your life, how you organize your hustle or hus or how to organize your resume to make sure that when you get here and you're ready to start submitting for jobs, whether that's on the studio side or casting side or what have you, that you're ready to go. One of the things I was really excited that I, I really liked is some of the stuff we added to the show this year um especially kind of 
the profession of like, I am the hustle really kind of giving people a way to embolden themselves um, in their profession and what they do. Cause sometimes I think when you think of the hustle, it can th- be, seem tiring and it can seem like a job and just a slush that you have to keep pushing through. And I think people embracing it of, it's not just something I'm trying to do. It's something I am. Um, I think is really important. And on top of that, adding, you know, we offer people a chance to like celebrate their small wins, whether in their professional life or their personal life. And I think every single person, when we bring that up and we start talking about that interviews, get really excited when we talk about how we were celebrating people's small wins and because people just don't think about that enough. And so I think I'm not trying to like self-congratulate or pat ourselves on the back, but I think that was an important addition to what we do. I that makes sense. No, absolutely. I agree. It relieves the pressure because I feel like when we bring on guests, there is that pressure of only talking about the big wins, the the name in the headlights and all that stuff. But by celebrating those small wins, it, it gets us down to that level of, hey, we're all on this path together. One of the things that I'm also really interested to hear from it, our listeners uh, of the show, but they're more than listeners because these are going to be our future Team Hustle members uh, sitting with me in my apartment right now. As I was joking earlier, I have Eric Waldman. Hey, how you doing today? Doing all right, Eric. Doing all right. And I'm also joined by Kate Cassidy. Hi, everybody. One of the things, you know, we, we, we always have wanted to grow this team. Um, and part of that has always been finding people who um, hear what we're trying to do, uh, hear our mission state statement per se, and really find it interesting, find passion in it and get really excited about it. And that's always for me and Michael been the most important things when bringing on new people onto the show and into kind of the, the team hustle uh, cocoon. And I think um, when we both, uh, we, we approached Kate and Eric about joining us, they, the excitement they had, um, the passion uh, for not only what we're trying to do, but the show itself um, was really exciting, and it's been so awesome to work with both of them. Kate's been really uh, pretty much our Twitter and, and Facebook manager uh, uh, for like the last three months, and she's been killing it and crushing it. Um, Eric has been helping out as a production uh, production and research assistant, um, helping put together very detailed and awesome notes with some great comments in between and uh, and putting putting out there any kind of quotes for uh, uh, Kate to put on on social media. And so they've already really been working hard for us. And, uh, and, and I just wanted to say how appreciative, you know, I, if you haven't heard it, how appreciative we've been, uh, for that. And I think you guys also have listened to the show, like Michael said, and we definitely are curious to hear what you guys have thought of the current season. And also, I know you, some of you, you've been listening to older episodes as well. Um, how you feel we've, we've grown as a show, um, for better or for worse. And uh, what have been some of your favorite interviews? I just finished Melinda Hale's interview this morning and was mind blown. Of course, she dropped down some amazing wisdom and then there was some beautiful music at the end. Um, But I was regarding how I just recently found the podcast because I just recently met Daniel and I just recently listened to the very first episode. So to compare it to the most recent episode, there's actually a lot of consistency in the honesty and the genuine friendship between the two of you 
that carries it forward, I, I definitely feel like you've built some solid foundation. You've definitely stepped it up a bit, uh, brought your, your A games. Uh, I mean, I don't know how y'all manage like real lives outside of this. The two of you just had <laughs> one I mean, two kids, one just handled a marriage, whatever. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know how you handle this in between uh, without missing a beat like, like y'all were talking about, but I am impressed with the consistency of that genuine atmosphere. Thank you. Uh, Eric, uh, what, what are some of your first impressions? Uh, after editing a few of them, I have a few impressions. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, especially Daniel's. You guys mm-hmm. suck. Yeah. I'm taking over. Right. right. <laughs> but uh, the Christine uh, Aller, uh, so you say her last name, right? Yeah. Uh, her interview is probably my favorite one because I am very disorganized <laughs> and she has inspired me to start getting organized. Oh, for it's sure. really helped. But the two of you listen to the two of you and um, it's really uh, like we're all hustling. And so she, she's teaching people how to hustle, but teaching people how to be organized while they hustle. Like, as we say, um, as tour guides, organized chaos. That is but, a like, legit We all thing. are used to living chaotic lives, but we want to be organized while having chaotic lives. As Eric just mentioned, uh, being tour guides, uh, you all, including Daniel work at Warner brothers as tour guides. Um, so super big thank you to you, Daniel, for being able to find such inspiring people and like people who are so <laughs> into what it is that we're doing and uh, about building this community. No, it's, you know, like I said, when I approached Eric and, and Kate, they were super gung ho and they've been, uh, super uh, uh, taking really ownership of what they've been doing, um, offering advice and thoughts and always willing to do more, like just always vocal about like, if you need anything else, just let me know. And, uh, and that's just, it's, it's nice to hear that. It's nice to have someone who believes in what we're doing. That's not just me and Michael. Um, but uh, one of the things I wanted to kind of add about the Christina Aller um, interview is one of the things I really loved about that interview and that we talked about is, this idea, and, and I saw this when I kind of set in on her class, was this idea of how we uh, uh, try to validate certain things. And so we'll say like, hey, did you uh, work on your screenplay this week? And it was like, yeah, but I only did 10 pages. And her focus would be, well, you did 10 pages. That's 10 pages more than you had before. Why is that a but? That should be something you're celebrating. It shouldn't be, did you have any auditions this week? Yeah, but I didn't do any well. But you got them. You booked them. That's something. And so how we kind of take the air out of our own tires when we try to justify, whether it's because we're trying to be humble or uh, uh, we we have some sort of just weird self-deprecation uh, 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 depre- uh, type ideal of ourselves, and that was something that was really important to me and something I've tried to do a lot is just state the fact and not put in any kind of validation or invalidation of it. So, and I think that's something just, I think to, as we carry on in season four and what we're working on right now, Michael, with season four and with the show is something really important for us to remember is that there's going to be moments where you don't succeed all the way that you want to succeed, but it doesn't mean you haven't succeeded. And I think that's something to, that we all should remember as we exit out of this year, especially when it comes to like resolutions and goals and things like that. There's going to be a lot of people who go, I didn't hit every goal. And that's going to be something that they're depressed about. And it's like, but did you hit four of them? Did you hit two of them? Did you hit three of them? Then you did it. You did fine. 
just move those goals to next year. It's there's no deadline other than what you place on yourself. I also kind of come from a perspective of sometimes the failure is more valuable than the success. I was definitely not going for the particular studio that I currently work at because I didn't know they did tours. Uh, I, I, I was blown away that that was an even better fit for me, uh, than what I was going for. And obviously it's led to some amazing things. I, I'm, uh, working on a podcast now who knew, but sometimes it, it, I, I completely agree. It's so important to validate, oh, I only made one of the goals, two of the goals, three of the goals, but sometimes the misses are so great. So great. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the idea, like, I was unemployed for a while, and finally I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll be a tour guide at Warner Brothers, at least I get to talk about what I love, um, it's not a full-time position, it's not something that I want to stay at, and some people would look at it, I was like, well, is that, you know, it's not what you want to do, but it's given me the opportunity to meet some really great people like Kate and Eric, uh, have them come be a part of the show, and meet some really other great people who I feel like we could work with down the road with, and so... You know, it's that, again, the road's not a straight line. You never know what's going to happen. Um, so saying like, but I work at WB. No, I get to work at WB. I get to be on a, on a, sta- you know, a studio lot. And I've met some really wonderfully creative people who one day could be the next Martin Scorsese or could be the next, you know, Steven Spielberg or next big producer, Joel Silver. And, you know, getting on that ground room floor with them is always a plus. <laughs> Well, and that's also how we met Daniel, you know, like we worked doing Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios and there are many actors who might scoff at that, like, oh, you did Halloween Horror Nights. But for me, I got paid to be an actor. I got paid to be a performer. I improvised every single night. And through that process, I met you. So again, like echoing your point, you never know what can happen when you walk in a room with people. It could that that those people could become your creative family, the people that hold you accountable to help push you to do the things that you actually want to be doing oh, in I this agree. town. I uh, when I first came out to LA, I didn't know anybody. I uh, drove out here from Philadelphia, yeah, three thousand miles. It was a lot of fun, and uh, I drove with my brother, and we did not want to kill each other by the time we got here. So that worked out. There's a win. But when I yeah, it was a big win. <laughs> And when we got here, I was like, what do I do? I don't know anybody. And I knew my friend, uh, Troy, I went to Temple University with, and he knew somebody. Uh, he's like, you got to meet this guy, Dante. And I went to Temple. Dante was at Temple too, but we never knew each other. We never met. And we met at the Spider-Man double screening, the one that Sam Raimi did. And we got along so well. And I'm like, I think I met my best friend. And then all of a sudden he's like, oh, I was like, I have a script idea. I think you should check out. He wrote uh, three pages about four to five months later together. We wrote the script together and not so long later after that, we optioned it. Wow. It's like just a chance meeting at a Spider-Man screening <laughs> turned into a feature script. Thanks, and then Spider-Man. we wrote another feature and then he was a producer of a web series and I ended up directing the web series. Just a chance meeting turned into a partnership. Yeah. And I'm sure when you met uh, your friend, you weren't immediately like, hey, what can we do together? Like, hey, how can you help me? How can you help me? You guys just genuinely created this friendship. And from that blossomed this great thing. That's so awesome to hear. Oh, it did. And still my best friend now. We're still creating and still finding ways to. Now we're doing another podcast. We're doing stuff. We're having fun. There we go. Always be creating. Um, I'd be interested 
uh, if we all just kind of went around the room, I'll say in Eric quotes to include Daniel, uh, <laughs> just good. like, what are the wins of 2019 for our personal journeys? And, and we can keep it brief. We could just, you know, say a few without going into big stories or anything, but what are some big wins uh, from this year? Daniel, if you want to start. Oh man, I, I had a baby. I don't know if that's a win because <laughs> I, I lost I sleep. That's, a win. Uh, no, that's true. <laughs> no, no, that's no. She's she's she actually slept through the night for the first time last night, really? which was uh, probably not the best because she was super sleep. hungry this morning. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got to sleep a few hours. It was nice. Um, I'd say some of the biggest wins, like I think I met a good amount of uh, of my resolutions that I had for myself um, this year. Um, which is a kind of a rarity for me. Usually I kind of forget about them by the end of the year, but I think doing it for this show and with Michael uh, kind of helped me want to stay accountable and kind of make sure I keep focus on some of them. Um, I, uh, I, I've, I've written to completion two scripts, a feature film and uh, a short film. Um, I had a short film made. Uh, unfortunately, I found out today we did not get into Sundance, but hey, you know, we submitted. That is what it is. You submitted to um, Sundance. That's still a win. Sundance, yeah. man. You've 50, got it. 15, oh, that's, yeah. It's 15,000 15, submissions for 250 spots. So, yeah. Um, but uh, we're also submitting to a ton of other festivals that I'm pretty sure we have a better chance of getting into for what the, our film is. Um, you know, I think I've been able to grow uh, more friendships, meet new people. I got to meet Kel uh, in person which is a huge win. One of our original Team Hustle members, I got to, he, he lived up in the North and then he moved to Japan. I never got to meet him in person. So I finally got to meet him at Michael's wedding. Um, so I consider that a huge win. Um, and uh, I, I've got somewhat, I, I, at least for temporary times until it becomes permanent, I've got a new job and a, and a network um, in near development, which is kind of my, my, my shtick. And uh also been able to give great tours at warner brothers and have a lot of fun doing that as well so um a lot of good things <laughs> have happened this year uh through all the struggle I've taken and stress, his tour, a lot i can of good vouch for it happened. being a good tour <laughs> yeah <laughs> i appreciate that thank you um but uh, uh how about you michael what what has been some wins for you this year sure i know we went over uh, them in more detail in our uh previous uh thanksgiving hustle but for me, big ones, I got out of a job that was really keeping me down. I'd been at this job for seven years and it was a job that sustained me that, you know, really built my life here in Los Angeles. But it was that job that was really always holding me back. And so now I can say at the end of 2019, I've got both feet on the racetrack for my acting career, as opposed to the past seven years. It's kind of felt like one foot on the racetrack and another foot on a different path. So that's super exciting. Um, I married my best friend, Anna Karen. Not only did we get married, but we had the wedding that we wanted. And I got to see family of mine that I haven't seen in many years. And I got to meet all of her family from Mexico. And our family just grew. Um, and we had an amazing time spending time together. And it was the experience of a lifetime. And I'm so glad that I had that this year. And that I was able to celebrate that in this time post job, right? That like, you know, I left my job back in June and I got to celebrate this new chapter of my life by getting married at the start of it. So, and now in, at the end of 2019, as an actor, I've changed my look. I'm kind of going through some rebranding a little bit, uh, 
kept the Weasley locks as it were. Um, and I j- just got some new headshots and I had an audition this morning for a commercial. Uh, so that was super fun. And right now I'm making income purely as an actor. Like it, they're, it's right now more gig based work. Um, but it's, I'm working, making my living right now purely as an actor. I'm sure in 2020 and I hope in 2020, I land a more secure job, whether that's part-time or full-time, but I'm experiencing so much joy in being able to just focus on acting. Resolutions? The resolutions, I feel like, yeah. Well, I know we went through that more so in our Thanksgiving hustle. Uh, I feel like made so, I made some good strides in quite a few places. Other places, my focus deetered on some of those uh, resolutions because for one reason or another, whether I had the finances or life tossed something else at me. Certainly, you mentioned Christine Aller, Eric. That was a big interview for me to just listen to. I wasn't able to be there when Daniel recorded it. But going back and listening to that quite a few times and just like applying those uh, lessons to my life has been an education, certainly. Uh, But learning to just focus as always. um, And I'm hoping in 2020 to be more, to be better about focusing and setting up those paths to accomplish those goals. Uh, How about, how about you, Eric? Uh, One victory, uh, meeting the three of you. That was a huge victory. Um, uh, WB uh, definitely getting hired there. And if I wouldn't have got hired there, I wouldn't have met Daniel. I wouldn't have met Kate. And of course I wouldn't have met Michael getting hired there and just, getting paid to talk about movies and TV all day. Oh my God, uh-huh. is that a huge victory? Oh. It's like a <laughs> job at a restaurant. I won't say which one. Every time I talked about anything movies or TV related, I almost got fired. So Eric, Eric and I were in the same group when we did our kind of group interview slash auditions for the WB Tour Guides training. Yeah, it was like an audition. And I remember when we made it, how excited he was about quitting his job. <laughs> He was so excited. And I was like, yeah, he yeah, gets to that quit his was job. Fun. Um, I wrote my um, second feature. Uh, I completed hey. the first draft. I'm very, Sweet. very proud of All it. Right. That's awesome. And I finished filming a web series. Cool. Finished, we directed Fantastic, six episodes. Man. It came. Uh, they all came out really well. And those episodes are available for viewing, right? The first three are. Where can people watch them? YouTube. YouTube. What's it's it called? called Dirty Laundry. Dirty Laundry on YouTube. We'll make sure to include a link to it in our show notes. I definitely will because it's like clerks in a laundromat. Two guys go to a laundromat, <laughs> talk about their problems. It's uh, it's a lot of. It was a lot of fun to film. That's all I'll say. Uh, another victory. I just, I guess, just I love living in LA. It's a big transition from Philly. I feel like I'm officially used to living in Hashtag LA now, jelly. especially that. It's getting cold here and it's 50 degrees and I don't know why living in 20 to 10 degree weather in Philadelphia, I thought that was cold and all of a sudden it's 50 degrees here and I'm like, why am I so cold? I'm like, oh, I've been living here for too long. Well done. You're, 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 full, you're officially acclimated. I, I really am. And I feel like, it, yeah, it's a big victory just living here. Nice. We're, we're happy to have you. Yes. <laughs> and yeah, I'm just, I'm proud to be. I'm proud to be on the hustle team. I really am. Thank you so much hey. for uh, bringing me on. Yay. Yeah, of course. We're so happy. Of course, to have man. You. Happy to have you. 
So I will segue that by saying it is a goal for 2020 that I also get to live in LA. I'm um, not quite there yet, but someday. Where, uh, where do you live right now? I currently live in Riverside. That's two hours away from LA for anybody that doesn't know on, the distance. On, on a good day. <laughs> I generally have to uh, leave the house around 3 a.m. Uh, even if my shift at Warner Brothers doesn't start till 11.45, just so that I can miss most of the crazy traffic. So uh, hashtag jelly. Thanks a lot for rubbing that in, Eric. I'm just kidding. I'm very glad for you. Um, <laughs> I too have I too have now. finally um, acclimated to the weather. Being here six years, I was uh, got some of those hot hands this morning for my shift. Aren't you from Colorado? Isn't it worse there? It's worse. It's way worse. <laughs> it's beautiful. Uh, it's, it's beautiful. so much worse. It's just cold. I, I too, though, had a, another job that I left to do Warner Brothers. Mine was a very, you could consider it on some days, a very toxic environment. Uh, no call center is, is truly all that fun, but it was just a lot of negativity. And uh, every person who couldn't bring themselves out of the negativity was sucked into it and made it worse. I was so glad to find out the day of the assessment, which you're right, it was kind of like an improv uh, sketch. All of a sudden, we're just doing improv in front of our potentially new managers. And I was so grateful to find out that day so that I could call my boss from Burbank and say, I just want to give you my two weeks notice because this is it <laughs> for me. Feeling ever, right? <laughs> it, yeah, it's uh, hashtag bye bye bye. Um, I was like crying over my laptop typing. The <laughs> Daniel gets two, me. Uh, Daniel notice. gets me. I get it. Uh, it was an in sync like, reference. So good. Yes. Um, so I currently only have the Warner Brother Tour Guide gig. So that's part of why my hustle includes a drive from Riverside. Is uh, it's very difficult so far to get another side hustle to make some income. And if I could get up to LA, I could get another side hustle. Uh, but focusing on the positive, we we talked about some of the indirect rewards of, of getting uh, a job at Warner Brothers. I obviously made friends with Daniel and that ultimately led me here. I have some great friends in uh, Michael and Eric as well. And then the podcast is made. I remember the first day that uh, I listened to the podcast and I sent a message to Daniel. This is the greatest thing I've ever heard. And I just need to know if there's oh, ever any, if you ever this. need me to hold your bag, whatever you need, I just would love to be a part of this. And then sure enough, a couple months later, there was um, a need and he, he asked me to help out. I was so happy to help. Um, but some of the more direct rewards of working for Warner Brothers is kind of like you already said, I get paid to be a nerd. Um, I grew up taking movie studio tours and I grew up uh, watching stuff on TV and trying to figure out how do they do that? And um, there must have been two camera angles at the same time because I can tell the eyebrow wave is like the same in both shots, but uh, they could have totally done it in two takes and trying to piece it all together and figure out how it's done. And now I get to get other people excited that you're standing where Ross stood. You're standing where uh, Elvira once had a house. Uh, you know, Phoebe Cates was here. Uh, just super exciting um, moments to see in people's lives and watch them get excited that they're finally where they've always wanted to be. And it's, it's certainly, you know, one step of the hustle. There's definitely things that I want to do beyond being a guide, but I 
definitely want to kind of sit in that for a little while because, like I said, we get paid to be nerds. It's amazing yeah. to suddenly be in a community I'm of a nap nerd and proud. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's it, it's so you, you know a lot of us you know grew up as the only nerd in our hometowns and we're just the weirdos and we've embraced the weirdness and I consider weird a compliment. And it's, it, you know, there are days where you're like, oh, I'm no longer like the only one. I'm not special. But then you're like, but look at all these cool people that like understand. They understand I'm a nerd and, and they appreciate us. it. Yeah. Los right? Angeles is I just... can say hashtag bye, bye, bye. And Daniel gets me. <laughs> he gets it. <laughs> it ain't no lie. Yeah. Ain't no. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm curious as like a tour guide and knowing your passion for those kind of stories. Now working on a show like Hollywood Hustle, where it's listening to very much like the beginning of those people's journeys, though the people that could be the one day the next rock or whoever, I'm just excited for you then uh, to be a part of this team, knowing that your passion has always been looking back. Now you get to be a part of something that's hopefully about doing that moving forward. Yes, absolutely. And I, I, I think that part of this comes into my writer personality, but I just have an interest in people and where people started is, is interesting and how they get there is interesting and what they want to do. Did they always tell everybody they wanted to do it? Uh, how did they get through? Those things are interesting to me. And I, I just get so excited. Um, I also come from a, a mental health advocate point of view, and it's important to validate the wins, and it's important to acknowledge that you're important now. Some people want fame because it's going to validate them and make them important, and it's not about the fame. You know, Melinda uh, Hale in the last episode uh, made mention that she did want a platform, and she does want to talk about important issues, and, and I would be lying to say I would not want that. I, of course, want to have a platform to talk about things that I find important, but that's not why I do what I do. That's going to be the cherry on top. That's going to be something great to add to it. But I, I, I have no interest in being seen on the street necessarily as, mm-hmm. you know, the person that did the thing, uh, anything like that. I mean, by all means, if you know me as the person who did the thing, come say hi to me. But I doubt you do. But that kind of aspect of let's talk about it while we're going through it. Let's figure it out. Let's acknowledge that there's a lot more people uh, hustling than we realize, and we could probably help each other with our hustles. Collaboration. <laughs> yeah. How's that for 2019? Hell Woo! yeah. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, looking back of where we've been and where we're going, um, Michael and I have kind of been vague about it, uh, just kind of vague, vague booking, if you will, um, certain aspects. Which we hate of to it. do. We, we never Which like we promoting it's vague booking. Yeah, it's, it's the worst. But pretty much as we head into season four after season three, I mean, we're pretty much breaking it all down and rebuilding. We are looking at Hollywood Hustle not just as a podcast, but as a business. We mentioned we brought on a gentleman named Cody who is helping us guide us through how do we become a full-fledged business and a brand that has a focus uh, not only to reach out to people, but maybe eventually be something where we can make it our full-time job and expand out into other mediums. So over the next few months, it's really going to be a lot of me, Michael and Cody, um, hunkering down, discussing things, deciding on things, the path, discussing our brand and where we want to go and what our focus is and what problems we can maybe help solve uh, for people. You're probably after this episode 
besides maybe a few here and there updates, we're probably not going to be launching season four for a few months. I know Michael and I have talked about at the maybe the the earliest, probably May of next year is when we're looking to launch because we really want to take our time and do this right because this definitely feels like something we could have done with the right guidance and the right people at the beginning and we just didn't get a chance to and we were super excited to do this podcast and as we've done it and grown um, we've seen what it can be and have so many other ideas for it that now we need that guidance we need that foundation and we need that solidification of who we are uh, as a show and as a company um, for the so that we can expand into those mediums um, so Michael and I are going to be working hard to develop our, our business plans and uh, uh, f- uh, value propositions and uh, ideal customers and all that fun business, boring background stuff um, that we're excited to do for what we can maybe create in the future. So when we come back, this may not be the same show that it's been, and that'll be for the better. Not that any of these episodes are going away that we have. By any means, they're staying. They'll be there. We're still going to have interviews. Our, our our main structure and how we focus our show and what we put out may change to fit what we really want this show to be and what we feel it can be for people. And a lot of that deals with community. And you guys have, yeah, the listeners of this show have been with us, uh, have grown, have jumped on and joined us on this journey have let us be a part of your story just like Kate now gets to be a part of these people's stories that we're we're telling that's amazing and we hope you'll stick with us through this break we'll keep updating uh, as much as we can on social media we may go on a social media blackout for a little bit as well because again we're growing we're changing and we want to make sure we're putting out the right things as we kind of rebrand and reposition ourselves with a stronger foundation to be something more for you the listener but just looking back on everything, though, I, I don't for for the listeners and everything. Just please know that me and Daniel, we're so proud of what this show has become. Three seasons of this show and building this show to what it is, and all the people that we've talked to, it's an amazing thing. And I think to use the example of like an artist painting on, on a blank canvas, you never know what it is that you're going to paint. And now we've reached. We've, we've done all the brushstrokes. We've done all the shading and coloring and all the possible things that we could do for this particular painting. But now we have a bigger canvas and we have more of an exact vision of the type of painting we now want to do. And even better, we have all these other artists that are contributing to the process uh, from Cody helping us build it from, from the structural standpoint of view of like, really asking us, Daniel, the tough questions that many creative entrepreneurs have to face uh, when they're looking to build out that side hustle. This, is, this podcast has been our side hustle. How do we make this our main hustle? Well, so, not, even, not even a side hustle, but about, like I said earlier, making yourself well-rounded and yeah. trying to, to, to solidify your, who you are as a business, as a brand, as a uh, talent. Yeah, exactly. And, and the thing is, it's, you know, the past three seasons has just been you and me. And now we have a team, the proper team uh, behind us to give us that support and to really help us elevate. Uh, Eric and Kate just totally did a fist bump, uh, which is pretty awesome. But I'm, I'm also just interested to hear from you guys. You guys just fist bumped like me and Daniel have been having conversations with you guys behind the scenes about where we're looking to go into the show and without going into specifics, but I guess your hopes for this show and 
what you hope to maybe learn uh, in the coming months. Because as Daniel said, we're not going to be releasing episodes on the feed for at least a few months. Uh, so this is going to be us like hangering down and building it out and figuring out what it's going to be. Um, would love to hear your thoughts. I, without mentioning specifics, I can say that I am very excited for where I think it's headed and that I get a bigger part in this just because like you can remember from my initial note to Daniel, please let me be involved in some way possible just because I've always felt that this is a unique but relatable idea, not really tapped into that much to really discuss the hustle while it's happening. And there's so many avenues to go from there that it'll be interesting to see how we can define the avenues that we want to go down uh, and, you know, maybe pave a path for somebody else to follow us, put up some roadmaps and, and help everybody else, you know, along the hustle, figure it out. And that's, uh, you know, being a writer, like I said, I'm very interested in all avenues and, I, I very much appreciate everybody's story, and I definitely think that there's a place for the podcast itself to remain somewhat intact as is, but it does leave a, a jumping off point of, of where else can we go? There's a bigger pool to swim in, and I, I, I can't mention specifics, so I'm, I'm just going to be really vague We're, and say I'm excited. We will excited. neither confirm nor deny that a pirate <laughs> ship could be involved at some point. Eric, what are your thoughts? <laughs> That could just pretty much be my quote. Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> e Hollywood hustle. <laughs> Holly weird, right? Yeah. Um, well, you two are very inspiring individuals and you continue to inspire people. That's why I really wanted to join this. Just listen to one episode. I'm like, wow, you just changed my life. You changed everything the way I'm looking at Hollywood <laughs> in what one to two hours. I'm like, I know you asked us to pick a favorite episode earlier, and I was like, how? They're all so useful. <laughs> and all the people you bring on, like, they yes. just, they all have a story. Yeah. There's no right or wrong path mm-hmm. to being out here. I mean, you could, tomorrow you can get a call from Marvel, or tomorrow you could uh, just get an extra job, but each one of them's a small victory, and you celebrate each small victory. Mm-hmm. You make a small victory feel like a big victory, and you continue to do that. And it makes me honored to be a part of this, but also it it, it inspires me to want to just help others, not mm-hmm. just not only you uh, you folks, but everybody. I want to help. I want to collaborate, not just be another ego maniacal person who came out here saying, "I'm going to be rich and famous tomorrow." Or, oh shoot, that's not what tomorrow. this is. I gotta go. <laughs> it's like it's a process, but you celebrate the process. It's one step at a time, and each person you bring on, they always tell you that. Especially what um, I think it was Christine uh, told you, Daniel. It's just, so you did two goals. That's great. So you had five goals, so what? Do, do, do them next year, like, or just start doing them. Like, take your time. Well, Enjoy it, the time you have. Right, and kind of on the a same note, like, I am super impressed that y'all stuck with it. You a lot of people will have a really great idea and they'll go for full force into it. They have a couple of great weeks or episodes or whatever it turns out to be. And then they hit a, a bump in the road and they're like, oh, you know, life got in the way. You know, one of my favorite quotes is John Lennon. Uh, life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. And y'all like 
kept with it. And that's also part of what's so inspiring is you're very real about it. You're, you're very out there. We had this bump in the road. Here's what it is. We're working to get over it and we're going to be back next week or whatever the situation is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you've had a wedding, you've had a second kid, you've, uh, continued to manage jobs and responsibilities and rent. And I I feel like less of an adult. I'm not adulting very well, apparently, (laughs) but like you, you, set it out that you can. A lot of people get discouraged and go, oh, well, you know, it was always supposed to be hard and maybe it's just too hard for me. Well, keep at it. Keep at it. Keep going. Keep going. It's not going to be the instant success. It's not going to look exactly how you thought it would. And maybe it changes and evolves over time. Mm -hmm. But it's still pretty great. Yes. It's a commitment. You have two people like begging to be on board because it's so great and finally get an opportunity to be on board and fist bump each other while nobody's looking or so we thought. Daniel, (laughs) from the beginning, we've really wanted to build the community. It's all about building a community and helping the community. And, you know, one of the things that I'm just excited about is what this next step is, because whatever it ends up being, I'm excited for the people that are listening to be the ones to experience that. And, you know, as Daniel said, we're going to try and be as transparent as we can through this process, doing check-in episodes of this is where we're at. Uh, you know, like we've edited however many episodes or this is where we're looking at in terms of format or something like that. We don't know. And some might hear that and get scared. Change can be a scary thing, but it can also be an exciting thing because... And, it, and, it, and if it makes you feel better, we're scared too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But there's that uh, classic <laughs> definition of insanity is just doing the same thing over and over and over and expecting different results, right? And me and Daniel, we love what we've built, but we're ready to see what that next hill, what that next mountain looks like and what that journey is going to be to climb it. It's so funny that the conversation went here because I just posted today that, uh, you know, fear is, uh, you know, courage is not the absence of fear. It's doing what you need to do anyway. You know, we're all scared too. We don't know necessarily what this brings. We don't know necessarily what could be gained or lost in doing this, but we feel that it's the right path and that it's going to be successful and bring so much more value to the community and, and the, you know, team hustle, the league of hustle, everybody. Yeah. We're smiling and laughing while doing this. We're having a great time. Right? That's a victory. Maybe home. we really are insane and just don't know it. That's cool too. At We're least having it's fun being scared. Exactly. Before, before the insanity of season four happens, we have the insanity of the holidays going on right now. Uh, we just had Thanksgiving and coming up, we have Christmas. Yay. My favorite holiday. Super <laughs> excited about Christmas. Um, I have kind of everything broken down on the outline here, but let's see, you know, as we kind of wind down, um, what is everyone doing this year for Christmas? What are, do you guys have any, uh, specific traditions that you do every year and what are you looking for, uh, forward to for yourselves creatively or personally as you kind of go into, uh, uh, 2020, Eric, do you want to kind of start us off? Uh, well, for Christmas, uh, every year, I guess this is a Jewish tradition of what you do on Christmas. I guess you can call it cliche. I watch Christmas Story for 24 hours, or most of them, and I go eat Chinese food. That's uh, very cliche, what, what mainly what Jews do on Christmas. And um, nice. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Hanukkah, funny enough, starts like three days before that. So I uh, will, yeah, I'll light a menorah. Nice. Eight days straight. <laughs> but, but you'll be staying in L.A. I'll uh, be staying in L.A. Um, I saw my family on Thanksgiving, and it was a lot of fun. My 
parents, I guess they followed me because I was the first person in my entire family to move out of uh, Philadelphia. I have a pretty big family. They're all still there. And I drove out here and then maybe six months later, my parents moved to Arizona. Wow. So yeah, nice. You, the weather is calm. You showed that people can break away from the city. Yes. <laughs> Um, but if I have anything I want to do, I def I said earlier, I, uh, finished the first draft of uh, my second feature. I definitely want to finish that. I wrote it with another friend who I met out here and he is also from Philadelphia, just like me. I am just meeting so many people from Philadelphia. It's great. That's awesome. In LA. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people from, a lot of people from Philly and a lot of people from Texas here. Yes. Oh, I know. There's I a Philadelphia Eagles You're the reason in, I say uh, y'all. <laughs> and I always, yeah. everyone from Philly, I mean, I walked into the bar and the bartender almost got in a fight with one of the patrons. I'm like, I'm home. Oh, there we go. <laughs> how clap. Everyone's how yelling at each other. But yeah, I okay. can't wait for the holidays, but also to work. Fun. Right. Go ahead, Kate. It's all good. So I, I'm somewhat of an orphan. I keep in touch with one aunt. Um, it's kind of like a pen pal. If we all remember, you know, pen pals, the, you know, actual pen and paper. I'm old fashioned. I believe in you. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm kind of an orphan out here. There's not really uh, a whole lot of people that I keep in touch with. So, uh, I'm looking to start new traditions always. Maybe I'll go have some Chinese food this year. Um, but I, one of the things that I tend to do, um, is just go online and see who's having a rough time. Maybe they're lonely. Maybe they're an orphan as well. And just try to cheer them up uh, just because I know the holidays can be oh, tough nice. for some people. And That's I sweet. just, I, I, I've been one of those people and, and nobody came to get me from the darkness. So I just try to find everybody that I can. Well, thank you so much for doing but, that. But I'm definitely open to new traditions, so by all means, lay some ideas on me. <laughs> I'll try new things. Yeah. Yeah, reach out to your L.A. family. Yeah. How about 2020? What are you looking forward to, Kate? Um, living in L.A. and saving on some gas money. Um, <laughs> uh, for sure. Um, you know, a lot of things that I'm looking forward to kind of have a lot to do with that and working only a part-time job, it makes it difficult to afford anything in the vicinity, but I have high hopes. I am, uh, you know, networking, I'm trying to make something happen. Uh, a lot of things that I want to do kind of depend on that. I, I want to spend more time with the people that I, you know, this family that I'm kind of building in LA, you know, y'all are out here. Nobody comes to Riverside, but that's all cool. Uh, it's, there's not much else to do out there. Um, I'm very much looking forward to um, more opportunities, maybe with Warner Brothers. I definitely have always wanted to be more on the television sitcom side of things. Um, I've talked with, um, Eric a lot, Daniel, I think I mentioned it to you as well. I would like to write a sitcom for YouTube and I hope to mm -hmm. find a way to get that out there. I've, I've put some applications out for screenwriters and not really getting a whole lot of um, bites on that, but maybe we'll find a way to make it happen in 2020. That's super exciting. Absolutely. Uh, how, about, how about you, Mr. Michael? Uh, well, for the holidays, uh, I, Anna, Karen, and I, we always do celebrate Christmas Eve with her mom and her brother. Uh, and we'll normally stay up till 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, opening gifts and watching Christmas scary movies. Um, you know, sometimes Batman Returns, sometimes oh, some ghost film. I hope it includes Nightmare Before Christmas. Yes, yeah, so, well, of course. Oh, looking at some of the decorations around here. Exactly. I'm, I'm and of course, Gremlins. Guaranteed. Um, and then Christmas morning, we always fly up or... This year, I might end up driving up because looking at uh, flights right now, they're pretty pricey. 
And then we celebrate uh, Christmas Day with my family and we'll stay in Northern California for a few days. Uh, but this is our first year as husband and wife celebrating this holiday. But post-wedding, we're dealing with, uh, you know, finances of that. And we're, we've agreed no gifts this year. <laughs> but uh, we just got our wedding photos this morning, actually. So uh, we, we might be able to gift out some of those. Um, and as far as uh, next year is concerned continuing the hustle of building a healthy lifestyle, uh, both uh, with physical health, um, nutrition, but also mental health, just being learning to be kinder to myself and not let certain failures or uh, things just get to me as much. Uh, so always working towards that. Uh, big goal is just to really work on this, on Hollywood hustle, whatever that ends up becoming, like putting my heart and soul into that and really continuing my passion for acting. And if I could get to a certain level where some percentage of my annual income is from acting, that would be incredible. Um, you know, it's probably not going to be Spielberg or no Christopher Nolan next year. I would love that, but, um, no, just, but continuing to push this passion and to not let things get in the way. And, and to continue to submit for auditions and things like that. Uh, how about you, Daniel? Uh, what are you and Angie doing this year with Nolan and Everett for the holidays? Uh, well, you know, we've kind of been split. My, my, like, kind of like Eric, my family is not in town or in the state. Um, and so I, uh, we've kind of had a split where we have our traditions at home back in Texas, and then we kind of created our own traditions here. Um, so we kind of back and forth this year. Uh, we're lucky enough, especially with the new baby, and it's Nolan's fifth birthday this year. Uh, we decided we'd go home. So uh, my wife is going to take the kids a week before Christmas. Uh, I'm staying here to work, and then I'm flying out on Christmas Eve to go be with them. Um, usually we spend Christmas Eve at my mom's house because we always celebrated Christmas on Christmas Eve. And then Christmas Day was kind of a day to just lay around in pajamas and play with whatever you got. And just Wait, hang that's out. every day. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that was kind of the Christmas Day. So we'll do Christmas Eve with my family. And then on Christmas Day, which is when Angie's family does Christmas, we'll do Christmas with them. Um, and then we're flying back on New Year's Day. Uh, so we'll be back on January 1st, uh, right at the new year. Uh, super excited to go see family and friends in Texas I haven't seen in a while. Um, and then next year, man, I'm excited for where this show is going, what we're going to build with it. I'm really looking forward to it growing. This is something that Michael and I can only dream of um, next year. I'm excited to continue to work more with Eric and Kate and uh, bring them more into the fold as we figure out what this is and, and develop th their, their positions here. Um, and just work more closely with them and hear their ideas and thoughts. We have a lot of, I know we've talked with them, some really cool ideas for what they can, we want to bring them into with the show. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I'm excited to do more things with Michael, um, hopefully outside of the podcast, some more creative stuff as well. Um, and I'm hoping to film something new next year and film something that I've written either with Mikey or with, uh, Michael or both or by myself, just get something else on camera and uh, continue the, the path I'm on now that's kind of picking up steam and just keep that going. And, and also kind of, again, finding that healthy balance of life and work and that 24-7 hustle, mixing it with the 9 to 5 and, and making sure that it stays healthy. Um, and I stay healthy. So uh, thank you guys so much for Kate and Eric for coming on for the show. I'm glad we're finally able to introduce you to the League of Hustle out there, uh, the people listening. 
uh, to kind of finally talk about what you've been doing behind the scenes. And we, we truly appreciate you. I hope you guys have a great holiday. Uh, and, uh, you know, Michael, you want to lead us out? Yes, of course. So also, I want to say thank you both so much for being here today and for being a part of the team. So excited to see what you guys bring in the months and months ahead. Um, but for those listening for the first time, thank you so much for checking us out and joining our League of Hustle. And thanks to our passionate community, our show has been downloaded over 25,000 times, and that number is going to continue to grow. Uh, th- there are now over 90 interviews already available, just waiting to offer you amazing stories, advice, and inspiration for your journey and hustle to check out including our most recent interview with singer, songwriter, entrepreneur, podcaster, and activist, Melinda Hale. Now, while you're listening, I want you to do me a favor, grab your phone or whatever device you're using to listen to us on and subscribe to our show on the podcast platform you are listening to if you are not a subscriber. And if you want to go that extra mile, leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or on Stitcher, or if any of the podcast platforms you're listening to has a review uh, uh, section, do it there. This will really help other podcast listeners find our show and join the League of Hustle. If you've been a longtime member of the League of Hustle and have, have found value in what we do, please consider supporting our hustle with a financial contribution, just maybe the cost of a coffee. Uh, you can visit us at our home at Anchor right now. Uh, we'll see where that leads in the future, but you can uh, add to that as well right now, and any amount is greatly appreciated. Now, during this time when we're not going to be releasing new episodes for the coming months, do not fear. We will be on social media. We're going to be uh, transparent. We're going to be showing our process of how we're building this show and the community moving ahead. So make sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at LA Hustlecast and also on Facebook and Instagram at Hollywood Hustle Podcast. I hear there's a cool person named Kate who handles a couple of those socials and she is a great person to engage with on social media. Daniel can always be found on Twitter and Instagram at Daniel Tuttle, T-U-T-T-E-L. I can be found on both socials at Michael Lutheran. Eric, where can you be found? Iraq underscore wild man. <laughs> Fantastic. And Kate? Uh, Indy Cinderelli, I-N-D-I-C-I-N-D-E-R-E-L-L. I had to visualize that. It's been a long time since I've had Indy Cinderelli. <laughs> I love both of y'all's screen names. Both of y'all's screen names are awesome, by the I way. I sing the Cinderella uh, song every time I do it. <laughs> yes, but or make sure that you're following us so that you're up to date for when we finally launch our episodes. We will be announcing all of that through our social media. And keep track of our podcast. Like I said, we'll probably be posting some update episodes as we move forward because some of it will be too exciting not to talk about. And if you want to reach out to us, talk about your hustle, what's going on with you, how your 2019 has been, how you've grown, how you've changed, how will you end the year strong, what goals you have for yourself in 2020, or what you'd like to see from us as we kind of evolve the show, as it restructures and changes, what would you like to see from us in 2020 in season four? You can do all that by emailing us at hollywoodhustlepodcast at gmail.com. Guys, it's the end of season three. Woo, we Woo. finally it? made it. Now that wow. is a victory. I mean, yes. <laughs> Oof, that's a win. So uh, cheers to you guys. Cheers to everyone listening. Thank you so much. We love you. Michael, as always, thank you so much for going on this journey with me. It's been a crazy year for both of us. Uh, a lot of changes in both of our lives. And uh, I know we've said it a lot. We said it last year, but uh, I know we enjoy, we're, we're very grateful and thankful to have each other to lean on 
in a lot of those moments. So uh, thank you so much for being here as always. There's no one I would rather be on this path with than with you, brother. And uh, so excited for what's to come in 2020. Absolutely. So Eric, Kate, you finally get to say it with us. The the quote to, to swim in the moat. That's a terrible rhyme. Um, what is guys, that? Guys, <laughs> always, I don't know. Keep up the joy. Keep up the wins. Keep up the, the passion and the strength and the courage. And forever and always, please keep up... That's season three! Yay! This episode was brought to you by Team Hustle. Daniel Tuttle is our host and executive producer. Michael Lutheran co-hosted and produced this episode. Our theme music and transition music is by bensound.com. To support the hustle of this show with a financial contribution, please visit hollywoodhustlepodcast.com.